Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, I'm going to walk you through 10 easy ways for you to add value to a brand new contact when you're networking with them. So as you know, we spend a lot of time talking about networking on this podcast. And through the years, one of the things that I've noticed most is that when I say, hey, you should go add value to other people, the folks on the other side say, I get that, but I have no idea what to do. I have no idea what I have to offer. I have no idea what value even looks like. How do I get a tangible sense of that so I can go execute on this? And that's what this episode is all about. I'm gonna give you 10 things that anybody can do. No background required, no experience required. Anybody can implement these things and they are all going to add value to any target contact out there and help you build a relationship. So let's dive in. The first one is to share a piece of their advice with your team, friends, or class, and then circle back with them and let them know that you did that. So a lot of people out there are giving advice, whether it's in a LinkedIn post, whether it's in a reply to your email or in any other forum. What I want you to do is find a piece of advice that resonates with you, take that, and then share it with the relevant folks, right? So if you work at a company, you can share that piece of advice with your team in the context of something you're working on. If you're a student, you can share that piece of advice with a specific class or with an organization or club, right? Or if you don't have either of those, you can share it with your friends. But no matter what you do, then circle back to your contact and say, hey, I saw that you shared this piece of advice or I took that piece of advice from your last email. I went ahead and shared it with this group of people and here's what came out of it. They're definitely going to appreciate that. The second way that you can add value is to ask the other person for advice and then take action on it and follow up with your results. See, a lot of people who are networking, they go and they ask somebody for advice, right? They say, hey, can I pick your brain for 30 minutes or can you tell me how I can get into this field or how I can do X? The person then gives them advice and then they completely disappear never to be heard from again. So by simply following up with your contact and saying, hey, that advice that you gave me, here's the action that I took. Here are the results that came out of that. Can you give me more advice? That's going to show that one, you're somebody who's worth investing in because you listened to their advice and you took action on it. But two, it's also going to help create this cycle where you can keep coming to them for advice. They can keep sharing advice with you. And now all of a sudden they're investing in you and you're almost turning them into a mentor. The third way that you can add value is to share a recommendation to them for a common personal interest. So there are a lot of different ways to do this, but the first step is to identify the common interest that you have, right? So when I was interviewing at Google, I immediately realized that the person I was interviewing with really enjoyed skiing. And so I shifted the conversation in that direction. We started talking about skiing, our favorite mountains, et cetera. Another buddy of mine, Jonathan Javier, he was going on an interview and he realized that his interviewer was a big Star Wars fan. So he brought his baby Yoda AirPods case with him and made sure to place it on the interview table with his phone and his wallet and the other stuff when the conversation was starting. And that immediately kicked off a conversation about the Mandalorian. So these are just a couple of ways that people have gone about researching their contacts, understanding where there's points of common ground, and then capitalizing on those. 
The fourth thing that you can do is consistently engage with their content on social media. So if this person is sharing posts on LinkedIn, or even if they're commenting on other people's posts on LinkedIn, or maybe they're sharing information on Twitter or they're writing blog posts, showing up and engaging with them supports their work, right? And if you can show up in a positive way and you can add additional value, that's even gonna take it a step further. And the reason that I love this tactic is because when you show up and you support their content, your face, your profile picture, your name is visible on a consistent basis basis so that if you then go and reach out to them for some advice or for a call, they're going to recognize you. You've now become a known quantity and the association with you is heavily positive because you're somebody who's been supporting their work. The fifth way that you can add value is to write a valuable comment or post and tag them in it. This plays best when it's paired with a piece of advice that you've gotten from them in some capacity. But if let's say this person said, hey, Austin, if you want to achieve X, you should go do Y. If you went and did Y and you got some results, then maybe you find a LinkedIn post that talks about that topic and you can write a comment and say, you know, thanks so much for this post. I was able to achieve why by following, you know, at your contacts named advice, right? So you could say I was able to get in the door without applying online by following at Austin Belsack's advice. And that creates the opportunity for this person to see you talking about them in a positive way to other people, right? You're essentially evangelizing, you know, them and what they said, and you're doing that in the public eye, which makes them feel really, really good. So you could do this in a comment if that's lower drag, or you could even write a full-blown post about it. Uh, The post probably adds a little bit more value simply because you are showcasing them in a post in and of itself versus just a small comment in a thread. But doing this with a couple of different comments can also be super valuable as well. The sixth thing you can do is to offer to have this person come speak to your team or to your class. So if you're a professional, you can reach out to them and say, you know, hey, so-and-so, I was looking for folks who have achieved, you know, X type of results and I came across your profile on LinkedIn. Uh, We're looking for somebody to come in and speak to that specific subject in an all hands or a team meeting. Would you mind if I put your name in the hat? So you're gonna make them feel good because you're positioning them as an expert. Then you can go back to your team or your department and you can say, hey, Uh, Is it cool if we create, you know, a space for this person to come in and talk for 10, 15 minutes? You know, our goal is to achieve X this quarter or overcome Y challenge. And I think this person can add a lot of value. Here are their results. Here are their qualifications. Here's what they've done. And now you've created value for both sides, potentially, which is a win-win. And the same thing goes if you're a student, right? If you are, let's say, a marketing student and this person works in marketing, you can bring them in to talk about that, right? If you are, let's say, an entrepreneurship student, you can bring in an entrepreneur if, if that's who this person is. People always want to come speak to students. That's just a known fact. And they also get credentials and and they get a little bit of credibility by speaking at universities, right? So now they can say, hey, I went and spoke at X university, which looks good for them. So that's a big win. And this is something that is uniquely positioned for students because it's much harder for an alumni to do this or anybody who has no affiliation with the university. So that is the sixth thing. The seventh thing is to ask to interview them for a blog post or on a podcast. So one of my favorite ways to start networking with people is to just essentially create this resource where you interview folks in your target industry. So for example, if you want to get into the user experience design space, maybe specifically for travel or e-commerce or whatever, 
You could host a podcast or you could start a blog where you go out and you interview people who work as user experience designers in the e-commerce or in the travel space or anything else. And now what you've done is you've created a platform and a specific reason for them to talk to you, right? So rather than going to them and saying, hey, can I pick your brain for 30 minutes? You can say, hey, can I interview you for my blog or for my podcast? You know, it's uniquely focused on exactly what you do. And I think you'd be an expert for this. And so now what you can do is not only get them in the door, but you can get pretty much any of your content that are working in that target space in the door by saying, you know, I'd love to interview you for this podcast. And it's super easy to set both of these up. It's not a huge time investment. It's not a huge investment of money. Um, This is one of the easiest ways to get started and begin having super in-depth conversations with the people that you want to connect with. The eighth way is to write a recommendation for them on LinkedIn. Now, this works a little bit better if you have some connection with them already. Maybe you've asked them for advice and it was really good advice and you can write a recommendation about that. Maybe they came to speak to your class or your team. You can write a recommendation about that. So if you've used some of the other tactics that we talk about here, that creates the space and the content for your recommendation, then leaving them a recommendation on LinkedIn makes them feel really good because most people don't have a lot of recommendations. Most people like recommendations to make them feel good. And so that's a win-win. And again, it doesn't require anything for you to do that. The ninth way to add value here is to make a mutually beneficial introduction. So the contact that you're targeting has goals, right? They have things that they want to achieve, things that they want to do, problems that they need to solve. There's a good probability that somebody in your network that you know can help them with those things. And at the same time, that person may have needs of their own. So if you can look through your meaningful network, your friends, your family, colleagues, former colleagues, et cetera, and you can find somebody who might benefit your target contact and might benefit from knowing your target contact, then you can make that introduction. And now you have two people who are getting value from one another and you are the, the person who introduced them. So you're basically double dipping on value because you're providing benefits to two people. You're furthering the relationship with two people and you really don't even have to do anything. You don't have to get on a call. You don't have to invest too much here. All you really have to do is send that introductory email. And the 10th thing that you can do is to compliment them on a career change. This is especially effective if you're looking to make a career change yourself from you know, one industry to another, maybe breaking in from a non-traditional background. If you can go out there and find people who have also made some sort of career change, that was probably really hard for them. That probably required a lot of time and effort and energy. And so when we recognize people for the time and effort and energy that they spent to achieve this thing, that always feels good. And then it's a very easy segue to go into, you know, I'd love to learn a little bit more about the challenges you faced or any of these questions that will allow you to take the relationship a little bit deeper. So those are 10 ways right off the bat that anybody can go add value. And that's my favorite part here. You don't need to have industry experience. You don't need to have a certain number of years of experience. You don't need to be from a certain place or have a certain degree to do any of these things. Literally anybody can do all 10 of these things. And the best part about them is that they are uniquely valuable. Most people are not doing these things, but they do provide real tangible value. So if you go out there and you execute on some of these you're going to see better results from your networking. And then finally, you can layer these on top of one another. Like we said, you know, you could ask this person for advice and then you could take that advice back to your team or class and say, hey, I've been chatting with this person. Can we have them come speak? And then after they come speak, you can write them a LinkedIn recommendation. And now we have three steps into this relationship. We've made three deposits into this relationship and it was all super, super easy to do and a natural flow, right? So hopefully you can see how some of these stack on top of each other to create more value for the other person so that you can make those deposits that eventually lead to a place where you can make the ask that you're looking for. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening and we'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. 